0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the podcast, the podcast for the single black mother, where each week I will discuss situations and experiences that single black mothers can relate to, or I will bring you topics that I feel like all single black mothers should be aware of. I'm your host, Latasha Ingram. Let's get into it. Girlfriend, let me tell you girlfriend let me tell you girlfriend let me tell you oh my goodness girlfriend all right y'all welcome back welcome back welcome back and i want to tell you all about my week so if you have already seen my um youtube videos of some previous videos that i did for the podcast or if you are following me on tiktok at tell underscore it underscore tasha Or if you're following me on Facebook, where I have a page for my podcast called Girlfriend, Let Me Tell You the Podcast, you will have seen that I had locks. And I actually started them in May of 2019. So May of 2022 would have been three years. But yesterday, April 26, 2022, I cut all my locks off and I changed my hair color. So I wanted to tell y'all that because it was very liberating for me to do it. Because I didn't plan on having my locks that long anyway. But the reason why I kept them so long is because before I had started, I had seen people with locks. And, you know, some people had them about shoulder length. Some people had them um, maybe right past their shoulders. Some people didn't have them that long at all. And I was asking, like, when did you start your locks? And some people say, oh, I started seven years ago. I started five years ago. And I'm thinking, dang. Five years for your hair to touch your shoulders. That's a long ass time. So I hadn't planned on keeping mine that long. Now, let me tell you all this. Before I had started my locks, I used to keep my hair cut short anyway. And then I would grow it out into an afro and I would wear it in afro, wear all these Uh, Natural styles, I might get some faux locks or I might get some braids or I might wear a wig or I might change the color Or I might just wear my afro, you know packed down to my head or picked out So whenever I started um, my locks, I already knew that my hair would grow because even though I would cut it And then wear an afro for like a year year and a half and it would be big be a big afro And then I would cut it and I would say I'm gonna lock my hair up and I wouldn't do it I wear an afro again because I like versatility with my hair well, whenever I started my locks in 2018, May, excuse me, May of 2019, I was at a cookout at my cousin's house and I just started twisting my hair and my hair was maybe a little longer than it is now. So it was about a, about two inches, maybe an inch or two long. And I was just sitting there twisting, just twisting, just twisting with no intention of keeping them. And as I was twisting my hair, people were asking, are you going to lock it up? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I did. I kept it and it took my hair, uh, it was either three or six months. It was a long time before my hair locked up. So I would twist it, shampoo it, and then twist it again. And you could see the sections where the sections were staying um, pulled apart. So whenever I went back to twist it again, you know, I knew where they were supposed to go. I didn't have to part it or anything. But after a year and my hair had locked up, I was like, okay, okay, this is kind of cute. And then I keep going month after month after month. And my hair was getting longer and longer. And I'm like, dang, I'm doing real good. So, like I said, May of 2022 would have made it three years. Last month, because my birthday is in July. Last month, I remember thinking, okay, in July, I'm going to have my hair is going to be long. It's going to be flowing. I had even said that in October of this year, I was going to (laughs) go. I was going to celebrate Halloween as Moana. Like I had all these plans for my hair. But I decided not to keep it. So my hair is cut. I love the cut. I love the color. I love the fact that I can switch up wigs again. I love the fact that I can switch up my color. And instead of worrying about my hair falling out. If I you know, color it too often. Or anything like that. If I don't like it. I can just cut it off and start again. Like I had done before. Because I just love short hair. I don't like hair on my ears. Preferably. I don't like hair touching on my neck. I really don't like hair touching on my face. And so now... That I've cut my locks off. That's some things that I had to go through. Had hair everywhere. Everywhere. Everything I did not like about hair. I was experiencing whenever I had those locks. But I looked good. So let me tell y'all this. This is what my topic is going to be about today. I just want to tell y'all about my hair first. So I want to talk about desperation. And I want to talk about trying to get what you need from any source. No matter what it is. No matter what the consequences are. You didn't think it through. And I want to tell y'all this story. So when I was at AMT, North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University in Greensboro, North Carolina, this was back in 2004 because I had just returned back after taking a year off from school and I didn't have a vehicle this year. And I had a new roommate and we were sitting in the room one night talking. So that we had been roommates for probably a couple months by now. We're talking, talking, talking. And there was a store that I wanted to go to and I wanted to take her. Now, I had never in my life taken a city bus before, um at this point i don't think i had ever taken a taxi cab before no i never had to i hadn't taken any public transportation before so when we were in the room and she was like well how are we going to get there and i was like i'm just going to borrow somebody's car now in my mind i thought that i was popular enough to just call anybody and be like hey i need your car and they would be like yeah i got you i'm gonna come pick you up you can take me back to my dorm room or you can walk to my dorm room and get my keys y'all looking back on this story i don't know what i was thinking Well, I know what I was thinking. I don't know why I was thinking it was going to be that easy, right? Because I know for sure if any student on that campus had called and asked for my car, I would have been like, no, that's not about to happen. But in this moment, I had told her I'm going to call somebody who I don't know yet. I have to make these phone calls first, but I'm going to call somebody and they're going to let me borrow their car. And she said, Nobody is going to let you borrow their car. So now I have two things to do. I have one. I have to prove to her that I can get somebody to let me borrow their car. And two, I have to prove that we're going to make it to this store today. Right. So I'm calling people. I'm calling. And I called this one guy and I said, hey, I need to borrow your car. And he said, for what? And I said, my roommate and I want to go to the store, but I just want it to be us. He said, I'll take you. And I said, well, that's that's the thing. I don't want you to take us. I just want you to let me borrow your car he said i can't let you borrow my car i just got it my parents are not gonna agree with me letting somebody drive my car i'm not gonna do it i, I, I just can't do it and i was like are you sure because i thought we was cool. he was cool he's like we're cool that's why i'm saying i will take you wherever you need to go i was like nah don't worry about it hang up the phone she's laughing i'm embarrassed so i call the next person because there's these people on campus that i was cool with you know <laughs> We were cool. I called like three to four people that night. And I was just calling random people too. just who has a car, who has a car. Let me call this person. Let me call this person. And the funny thing is, every person was like, I will take you anywhere you want to go. You just can't borrow my car. Now that reminded me that I was so desperate. To prove to her that I could do something that I wouldn't even have done for somebody else. That I was just calling random people. And I think that's how we get in life sometimes. It doesn't matter where we're getting it from or who we're getting it from. When we want something and we want it badly. Even if we don't need it. The fact that we want it. We will take it from any source. Now that's just not thats not just, just me wanting to borrow somebody's car to go somewhere. But I think sometimes in life a lot of us have done the same thing when we pick a job. I need money. I'll work anywhere. You know, your back hurts. You know, you get tired easily, but you choose to be a waitress because you know, you're going to get tips every day. You don't even know how many tips you're going to get. You don't know if the customers are going to like you. You don't know if you're going to like the job. You don't know if you're going to like the hours, but you need the money. So you take a job that you know your body cannot handle. Same thing. You want to make friends. So you go to this club, you know, you're in your 40s. You go to a club with young people, 21 and up, which usually goes up to, what, 20, 26? I don't know how old they are. But you go to these young clubs because you want to be part of the hip-hop scene and you want to, you know, meet these young people and get your youth back. Then you get there and you realize, I can't dance to these songs. I don't know the words. The conversation is off. Um, The music is too loud. The location is in a place that I would never go to at this age. The party starts too late and I don't have any of my friends my age who want to go with me, but I want to party with the younger crowd so I can get my youth back. No, we do the same thing whenever we choose vehicles. I need something to drive. But I just need a point A to point B car. And I'm going to tell you something. When you think like that, when you think I want a car to get me from point A to point B, sometimes point A is today and point B is next Friday. But out of desperation, that's what we do. We just go to a car lot. Can you get me approved today? I don't know what my credit looks like. Can you run my credit? Oh, can you approve me? Oh, can I just put down $1,500? $1, 1500 is the magic number for some reason. People want to put down money just to get a car to get there from point A to point B. And then they wonder why the car doesn't work anymore. And the problem with that is you have to remember, even if the car breaks down, even if it doesn't perform the way you wanted it to, once you sign the agreement to get the car, those payments still have to come in. It's not, oh, the car didn't work. I'm not going to pay this remaining $5,000 on the car. You're not going to, no, you've lost your money and now you don't have a car because we act out of desperation. We're trying to prove something to someone else sometimes. And I know how that is. This isn't the car I want, but I'm going to get it just to say I got a car. This isn't the neighborhood I want to live in, but I'm going to get this apartment or I'm going to rent this house just to say I got my own place. I don't like this hairstyle that I have, but I'm still 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 spend two hundred dollars on it to prove that I can get some some micro braids or some kinky twists or whatever people are getting now. You know, I can prove that I have money. I'm gonna get this 32 inch long human hair wig that I know I shouldn't be paying for, but I, I can get it. I'm gonna go on this trip. I might not be able to eat whenever I go on this trip with these women that I'm trying to impress. I might not be able to eat. I might not be able to party, but I can afford my part of the um, gas not going to afford my part of the room And I'll just sit in there and eat crackers all weekend It's so many things that we do Out of desperation to prove To someone else That we can do something Not knowing That if we just take our time To figure out what we need And, and make a way for ourselves The way we want to Now I'm going to tell y'all another story about waiting For something to happen in your favor And and that whole car Example was great. So, right now I drive a 2002 Chevrolet Avalanche. Right back in 2000, I'm gonna say 2015 ish, yeah. In 2015, I had been riding the bus, I was on the city bus in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I was on the bus with my son. I told him, I said, This time when I get us the vehicle, we're never gonna ride the bus again. That was in like 2015. I'd already been on the bus for over (laughs) over a year, and this was probably my third time um since i had been living in greensboro this was probably like my third or fourth time being on the bus because i would get a vehicle one of them got repossessed mother's day weekend i got another vehicle it messed up and i had to sell it to the junkyard and okay so it was this time oh and another time uh when i was pregnant i started riding the bus too so maybe i'd only been on the bus maybe three times it feels like four anyway three times is three times too many right So in 2015, I was um, going to these different car lots trying to find me a vehicle because um, I knew tax time was coming up. I knew I would have money. So I was riding the bus from my home in the morning. I would have to wake up, take my son to the bus stop and then go catch the city bus from Greensboro to High Point, which is a different city, and then catch that well I, I caught the bus from my house to the depot downtown and then I caught the shuttle type bus the part bus maybe y'all have heard of that before it's a red and black bus and that bus took me from Greensboro to High Point then I got on another shuttle that took me from the hub in High Point to my job so it took me about an hour and a half to get <laughs> to work when it probably would take about 20 something minutes to drive but I didn't have a car I got tired of that because after I got off work I have to do that backwards catch the shuttle to the hub catch the bus from the hub to the depot, catch the bus from the depot to my home, walk to my apartment, and then wait for my son's dad to bring him to me. Because no matter what time I got off work, I was not going to make it to the daycare by six. So imagine that you're doing all this traveling throughout the day, switching buses, switching shuttles, trying to get to where you need to be. And I was tired. I was very tired. Every day I was tired. Every morning I was tired. Every evening I was tired because I still had to go home and take care of the house, right? So I had told my son, when we get off the bus this time, we will never ride the bus again. I'm at these car lots looking for cars. I'm telling them, you know, I have money to put down on the vehicle and they were trying to sell me something I didn't want. So I had initially told them I want a big truck, maybe an SUV, but I would rather have a truck. I would like to have a chevrolet avalanche anything like that so i went to one place they tried to sell me a ford escape y'all know they're small way smaller than a a chevrolet avalanche right then somebody tried to sell me a chevy equinox and that's not what i wanted they tried to sell me um a buick enclave or enclave they tried to sell me that the ceiling was on my head now back then i did not have locks i think i probably i had a short haircut The ceiling of the truck was pretty much sitting on my head. So I'm like, this isn't going to work because I'm short and the vehicle is short. They tried to sell me something else where the back window was so um, small that I could barely see out of it. And then the windows were tinted so dark I couldn't see anything. Every time I went and told them what I wanted, they would not sell me what I asked for. They were trying to sell me something else. Now, here's where the desperation comes in. After a few weeks of looking at different vehicles and catching the bus here and catching the bus there to go look at these cars and then catching the bus back home on the days that I don't have to work. That's exhausting, too. So I felt like, well, whoever tries to sell me a vehicle next, I'm going to buy it. I don't care what it is. I need to get off this bus. I told my son we weren't going to ride the bus anymore. Lo and behold, I had told my cousin. I said, hey, there's this this car. And I think it was Burlington. On your way to Burlington. She took me out there. They showed me the car. They let me test drive it, whatever. And I was like, I don't, I don't like it. But they said I could drive it home tonight. She's like, but you don't like it. I said, yeah, but I can drive it home tonight. Because keep in mind, I got my Chevrolet Avalanche in February of 2016. So while I'm looking in 2015, this is like November, December, right? November, December up into January. So it's cold. And I'm telling her. I have a child. We have to catch the bus in the cold. You don't even know what that's like. She's like, yeah, I don't know what that's like. But I know what it's like to buy a car that you don't want. I know what it's like every month to make a payment on something you don't want. So you're going to have to ride the bus for a couple more weeks until you find what you want. Boom. Went home mad at her. I was very upset with her. You just told me not to get a car for me and my son. Right? Fine. Keep going. Keep going. Hello, today's episode is sponsored by Coached by Tasha, where single mothers go to get help with building healthy co parenting relationships. You can join my emailing list as well as get valuable resources for your own unique co parenting style just by visiting my website, CoachedBytasha.com. Thank you. Uh, The next week, she took me to another place. It was in High Point, went to High Point and I had already looked online. Now, people were telling me that I couldn't get a vehicle because my credit score was too low, which made sense. They kept telling me, people were, some people were telling me you had to pay cash for the car, I had to pay it off. Um, you had to put down like so much down, which they knew I didn't have. Um, trying to put me in these pay. Let me tell you something. I went to drive time. I think that's what it is. Drive time on Wendover Avenue went over there with bad credit but before when i was online they were telling me i could get approved they was telling me all the vehicles i could get approved for so i'm like wow and i get over there and it was like yeah we can get you in this vehicle like 750 a month i'm like 750 what dollars 750 (laughs) dollars are you crazy i'm not spending 750 dollars what no I walked away from that on my own. Now, I suppose there are some people who were saying, hey, I'll scrape up $750. I wasn't about to do that. So I did walk away from that one on my own. Kept going, kept going, kept looking in magazines, kept looking online, trying to find me a vehicle. And finally, I saw a Chevrolet Avalanche, which is the one that I purchased. And... I went to the car lot and the gentleman who was there, he happened to be someone who went to my church. And so whenever I got there, he walked out on the lot and I was like, hey, and he's like, hey, how you doing? He's being professional, right? And I was like, I'm doing good. And I did not know he was the manager of the places I got my truck from neither. No idea. He just walks out on the lot. And I was like, hey, he's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, good. I didn't know you worked here. He was still professional. He's like, yep. I work here. And I said, Well, I came to look at the avalanche. He said, Alright, well let me get the key so you can test drive your truck. And I said, Test drive what? He said, Your truck. And so I just look at him and start smiling. He doesn't smile or nothing. He walks off like, hey, chill, chill, chill. So he goes and gets the key. The salesperson comes out. He's showing me the features of the truck. Now all I knew was the Chevrolet Avalanche doesn't look too masculine to me. It looks like kinda unisex. Like some trucks look like, oh, a dude should be driving that and some look like oh a woman should be driving that and some look like oh anybody could drive that depending on the color he comes out and shows me the features of it shows me how the back seat folds down shows me how the back window comes out how the the bed of the truck extends all these features right and i'm like oh my goodness i didn't even know the truck did this test drive the truck we go to the gas station i said well what kind of gas does it take he said regular i was like shut your mouth now in 2016 when i got this truck Gas was like three something a gallon. Maybe it had gone down to two. I don't know. But it wasn't four. But it had just been four dollars a gallon for regular gas like a few months before that. Like a few months before that, gas was four dollars and something a gallon. Now, of course, I wasn't paying it because I was on the bus. But I go and test drive the truck. And then something else I did was I was like, how much do tires cost? He's like about three, four hundred dollars a set. like, okay, $300, $400 a set for tires. And I get regular gas. Okay, sounds good. Y'all, that day I put my money down. I told them how much I wanted to pay for the truck. And I got my payments where I wanted them to be. They took my down payment and I left off the lot with the truck that I initially wanted. A Chevrolet Avalanche. Had I stayed in my state of desperation... And I had gotten another vehicle, one that I did not want. I would be miserable because I already know what it's like to drive an uncomfortable car. I want to tell y'all that anytime you know exactly what you want, it doesn't always have to be instant. You don't always have to get well. You don't always have to replace what you want with what you can get. Let me say it like that. You don't always have to replace what you want with whatever you can get. That comes with vehicles. That comes with homes. Some of you may be living with somebody else right now. You're renting a room or you're paying rent just to be in their space. And you're thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. But don't leave out of desperation. Don't leave because you feel like, "Ugh, I can't do this anymore. You can. You can do it a little more. But you have to work towards and search for what it is that you're looking for. And that's how we get lost in life sometimes. We don't even know what we're looking for. Just something. A point A to point B something. But see, we go further than B. You might want a point A to point Z type something. And that might take time. Even with relationships, don't just pick a boyfriend because, oh, he's cute and he's available. Don't date just one person because they they might choose you to be their girlfriend. They might start spending more time with you. You might look good on social media if you say that you're in a relationship. Don't choose relationships based off that. Don't choose friends based off of someone that's popular to everyone else. Your energy might not match their energy. Don't choose a trip just because of who's going on the trip. Make sure it's something that you can benefit from. Don't make choices in life that make you look so desperate in the end. And I'm not even just saying desperate to other people. I'm saying don't do something that's going to make you look desperate to yourself. Because I know you have done something in your life where you look in the mirror. Or you're sitting in silence by yourself and you're going, how did I get here? Why am I here? And I have no one to blame but myself. Oh, I can't stand when I can only blame myself. I can't stand when I did something that falls back on me. I can't stand it. So I want to tell y'all that. Do not act out of desperation. Do not do anything out of desperation. I know some things seem urgent, but there's a lot of things that I've done that. (laughs) Baby, they were not. Look, those situations were not as urgent as I made them in my head. OK. I just want to share that with y'all and that one story about me saying I can drive anybody's car that that was bananas of me to even think that I wanted to drive anybody's car. The car could have been faulty. They could have reported it stolen. Um, I could have had an accident. You know, anything could have happened. Anything could have happened. I, I wasn't even really. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. All I thought was I need to go to this store and I need to prove to my roommate that I can get a car. (laughs) That's all I was thinking. But now that I'm older and I'm wiser, I know that you can't take something from everybody. Okay. All right. So in y'all's choices and decisions that you make further on from this point forward, whether it's for your appearance or the people that you deal with, I just want to say, girlfriend, as always, you've got this. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Oh my goodness, girlfriend.